Hello, welcome to Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. I'm your host, Teresa Cooper. I'm glad that you've joined me today. We're getting ready to have a necessary conversation and we're gonna talk to caregivers and we're gonna talk about caregiver blues. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be intimate and I'm glad that you're joining me. So let's go. My sister friends, welcome to the table today. We're going to have a great conversation, and I got my co-host, Miss Catherine Young. Good to be in the house again. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this has been a great start to our season seven, mm-hmm. and uh, today we've got some new ladies at the table with us. Uh, we have Miss Patricia Whitaker. Hi, Miss Patricia. Hi, guys. <laughs> We're so glad to have you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I appreciate you guys having me. Yes, and Miss Patricia, you uh, you work with early education. Um, the early Head Start program. Head Start program, mm-hmm. yes, helping yes. our babies uh, prep and, and get ready for program. yes their uh, first grade and kindergarten years. Mm-hmm. Actually, earlier than that. But earlier yeah. than that. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then we have Miss Heather Preston. Thank you, Hi. Heather, for being Hi, here. Everyone, I'm so happy to see you guys again. Yes. I know. This is great. Yes. So Heather, what do you do? Where do you work? I, I'm a writer. I do paralegal work for a company oh. in California, actually. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, so we've got newbies at the table, and we're excited to have them today. And we're going to have a conversation. But before we start, I just want to share our cup for today. And I'm going to lift it up. It's going to be make a lot of noise, so I'm going to let you see this most beautiful cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was gifted to me by Laura Strotter Jackson, Miss Jackson. Jackson. And uh, isn't this the loveliest cup? And I I picked this cup because we're going to talk about um, caregivers and we're going to talk about um, our elders and taking care of them. And I thought, this isn't this the most uh, dainty? It reminds me of grandma. Reminds me of my, you know, Mm -hmm. aunties and sitting around at the house (laughs) sipping tea and drinking (laughs) Folgers coffee, you know, only the the pecan (laughs) brew, you know. Uh, So this is our little cup for today. See, it's loud. It makes noise. And the ladies have our sister friends cups. So this is what we're drinking today. (laughs) Nice. I love beautiful cups. And this is one. All right. So today we're going to be talking about uh, caregivers. And we're going to be talking about caregivers blues. This was a conversation that I thought was uh, necessary and it needed to be uh, brought to our audience and that it would benefit you. The generation of baby boomers, uh, it's 71.6 million people in the United States. And then we have the generation um, Xers and they're all uh, moving Uh, And they're also moving or they're already is what I'm Mm -hmm. trying to say in the stage of caring for a um, a, a parent or a a grandparent Mm -hmm. um, or someone in the silent generation. 
And then it's also because the baby boomer generation is so large, um, they're also caring for um, the the boomers. Um, And so with this comes new levels of stress and anxiety, Mm -hmm. uh, new levels of strength and financial care that many were just really not prepared for. And so I wanted to to have a conversation about it and um, just shine a light on a... um, a group of people that um, is not celebrated um, and hasn't necessarily been um, encouraged mm-hmm. um, like they should should be encouraged. Mm-hmm. Um, and and just you know, let's let's dive in, Kathy. Um, do you have a, a firsthand experience? Um, anybody in your family um, that maybe you're being uh, a caregiver to, or that you've had an experience? Um, with that or a friend or family member? I have not. And um, had anyone that I had to care for, you know, especially when it comes to if they were medically disabled or something like Mm -hmm. that. Now, when my mama got older, and she got a little honorary. Right. I had to take her from here to there, but I know it's nothing compared to right. what yeah. caregivers go through yeah. and have to be there 24-7 for a dying parent or elderly yeah. parent or grandparents. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, my parents are, are still very um, vibrant. They're in their 70s. Uh, my dad's having a few, you know, transitions. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting just like a little a window into... Um, future things Mm -hmm. and um, just making sure that we're as prepared as we can be. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that anybody is actually prepared for that when it happens. And I think that's why we're we're having this conversation, um, just to get some headway for some people that may be entering into that stage. Um, And they're they're either their generation Xers and their kids are millennials or Z generation Mm -hmm. and it's approaching. And so even though there's not a, a, a manual for it, we can prepare the best we can, yes. you know. Uh, Miss yes. Patricia, um, have you had a firsthand experience? I know you're dealing with little babies, but <laughs> it, you know anybody um, in your um, in your family that you want to just talk to us about? Um, yes, I did have a personal experience. Um, my mother, okay. um, she was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about nine years ago. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, and when we got the diagnosis, um, my family and I, of course, we were all devastated. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, did not know what that would entail, mm-hmm. um, but as time went on, we realized and found out that it was terminal. Okay. Um, so that um, so we all just rallied together and did what we needed to do. Um, it's inexperience yeah mm-hmm. it's overwhelming uh-huh. um, it is heart-wrenching mm-hmm. um, to say the least um, did you guys sit down and like immediately so I know every family is different mm-hmm. but did you um, sit down immediately and and uh, draw out okay this is the plan you know this this one's gonna you know do food or this one because they have a medical you know degree or medical experience will do the medical things or did you guys have that type of experience or was it just you did it just day by day we didn't get together and decide who was going to do what okay. it just kind of happened okay um and and for the majority um i i think i just kind of stepped into that role uh-huh. of just mm-hmm. doing what needed to be done but we worked together as a group 
Um, but yeah, we didn't have a plan. Uh, okay. We just kind of yeah. went into it yeah. and just kind of stepped in as we needed. We took turns doing what we needed to do. And so um, that's basically how it all went Yeah. Down. You know, yeah. I think, ladies, most families approach it almost the, well, how, like how you say. Mm -hmm. There wasn't anything prepared. There wasn't a conversation. I don't know if it's just... Um, our parents, I don't know if it's just the elders, that um, they don't really talk about. People don't talk don't, about really don't. like what it is that they would like to see happen. Mm -hmm. Or if this happens, this is the NDR I want you to, to follow or to do. I mean, I'm sure that there's families out there that, you know, are that organized. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, every time, you know, in my experience, if I asked a parent or a grandparent, it's like a non-conversation. Right. Yeah. People don't want to really about talk it. about yeah. the the ending of their life yes. or in a way that it seems like they their their days are numbered. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And in reality, I think that it's so it's important. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm like, we and I it's so important that we talk about it very freely now with our kids, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Because it's like, I want them to know, I want them to be prepared, even though they're gonna go through those things that are unpredictable. Mm -hmm. um, but I want them to know, like, don't let me drive you crazy. Like while I'm in my right mind, you know, like, if I do this and this, drop yes. me off. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm telling you this while I'm in my right, right. mind, because I don't want them to be, um, I want them to care for me, but I don't want to. I don't want it to destroy their life in and any put a way. burden on them. Right, yes. like you hear a lot of caregivers, um, they feel burdened, and then you see a lot of them get bitter. Yeah, because the work wasn't distributed like it should be, mm -hmm. and it always the oldest will take up on the burden because, mm -hmm. and the other ones live yes. their life all yes. around you, yes. and then the oldest or the most responsible child mm -hmm. will bear the burden. Right. Yeah, right. you know, Miss Heather, how um, have you? Do you have any life experience? I'm sorry. Yes, yes. You know, you just described basically my situation. Mm -hmm. um, a couple of years ago, my 98-year-old grandfather passed away. Oh. I was helping care for him mm -hmm. and my elderly mother who lived with him. Mm. And um, just, yes, my I have supported my brothers. They live in diff out of town mm -hmm. and out of state and living their lives. But, <laughs> yeah. and at the time when my grandfather passed away, I thought, oh, well, my mother can just live here in yeah. her own home that mm -hmm. she inherited. This will be great. And she'll be in this beautiful, peaceful countryside. And that was not the case. Oh, wow. And I think part of um, that one of the greatest challenges of caregiving is that with your elderly parent, you, uh, they've changed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So my mother used to be very domineering and take charge. She ruled the roost. Mm -hmm. And now she is needy and dependent oh, yes. and fearful. And I'm just yes. like, who is this person? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. And so there's kind of an underlying grieving yeah. there. Yes. Yes. You know, I it, get it. Because you, learn, you learn them at a different, from a different yes. angle and a different level. Mm -hmm. Do you yes. think that her dad passing, that it could have 
was she doing that before he passed or she, was she it? She has been suffering with dementia for, for some time okay. and has a, had a series of strokes. Oh, okay. And okay. so. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, 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 it is, like you say, you know, as they age and they change and then if you add the medical dynamics to it, yes. um, you, you really do, it's like looking at a, a new person, right. a different person. Mm -hmm. And that's an adjustment. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's for sure. Um, Caregiver blues saddens. It it, it it's a, it it brings on sadness and depression. Um, and they say that it's common. Mm -hmm. um, and the thing about it is, m most caregivers um, they're doing it out of from a from a place of love. Mm -hmm. yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and even though the family dynamics, like what you said, if mm -hmm. if you're the oldest or if you are if you live in proximity to the person, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Then it's, everyone just assumes, it's not even spoken. Yes. Well, they live there, or they're the closest, yes. or God forbid, they're single. That's you know exactly I mean? like, right. Yes. Yes. Exactly yes. right. Because yes. they're single, that means that that's, makes them automatically the person. <laughs> yes, <Right>. it does. <laughs> How terrible is that? You know? Mm -hmm. and, and so that's a whole nother dynamic right. that I think people, it's, it's, multiple things and you guys mm -hmm. tell me if I'm wrong that's happening at once yeah. yes. you're dealing with the the one you're caring for and then you're dealing with the changes that they're going yes. through and then you're dealing with the other um, underlining things that, that relates to the family right the siblings or the right. cousins or mm -hmm. the uncles or the husbands yeah. you know and so it's all of that's happening at once and that alone could could drive you into the caregiver blues Absolutely. Yes. And you know what else I noticed? Like I said, my mom didn't get to that place. You know, she was older. I had to take her appointments mm -hmm. and do it. But you know what was disheartening to me? And I know that generation, but sometimes you get in your feelings. Mm -hmm. You take off work, you run them here and there, and they don't even say thank you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They, that's, it was almost like, that's what you're supposed to do. I'm getting old. And I'm like, Mama, you need to say thank you. You know, and she's like, well, I'm, I'm thank you, but um, this is what you're supposed to do. Take care of your old mama. And that generation of people feel like that. Yeah. And I call my brother and sister. I'm like, come get your old mama. Right. She goes from my mama to your mama. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely would. Uh, do you have something you I, I didn't experience that part of it. Um, my mom was she was pretty just, you know, and you met her. Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. you met her. Um, she, she, I don't know, she was just in a, that place of peace. And she so, was joyful. And she was, jo yeah. Yes. And so she didn't give us, she actually didn't want us fussing over it all. Oh, yeah. Which wow. was like, you know, you kind of be like, but wait, I want to do this. <laughs> yes. I want to yes. do that. But she was, um, she, she, we just kind of just like catered to whatever she needed and not, you know, tried to fuss too much. But mm -hmm. she was like, I don't, I don't want you to do that. And when you get off work, you don't have to come. And mm -hmm. I'm like, but I'm coming. Yes. Right. <laughs> you know, you, you can't tell me not to because I'm coming. Yes. And right. so it was just that type of um, situation. And it was with all of us, you know, with all my siblings. Yes. She was like that. Yes. And I want to just interject this. I'm not the oldest. Mm -hmm. I'm next to the oldest. <laughs> but, yeah. um, you know, your parents know their children. Yes. Right? And so, yes. um, so we all played our part. But I was like thrust into the forefront of it. I remember because yeah. I remember we we would pray and you would just be like, 
I'm going to help my mom. I'm going to do it. But you was just so heavy mm -hmm. because you had to do so much. And then you did it from the heart. Yeah. Right. And we would just pray and we pray. And your mama was happy all the time. And I was like, you taking good care of her because she happy. We went up to the hospital, <laughs> right. you know, towards the end. Mm -hmm. And she was still believing God right. and mm -hmm. was so grateful for Patricia's help. You know, right. did you find that um, caring for her and, and just being there for her? Um, and I know each situation is different because someone could just be aging. Mm -hmm. But in your mom's case, she was battling a cancer. Mm -hmm. So that's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. um, did, did you feel that as if that you were doing dual processing? Mm -hmm. You're caring for your mom and you're letting her know that how much you appreciate her. And so everything you're doing is to calm her or comfort her, mm -hmm. even if even though she's being bubbly or she's has faith you're you're trying to immute that to her you know right. what i mean right. but at the same time reckoning with the destruction of the disease right mm -hmm. yeah there were um private moments yeah. that mm -hmm. i would have yeah. um outside of her that mm -hmm. would be difficult you yeah. know um i remember one particular moment where we had, because she had to move in with my oldest sister because mm -hmm. she could no longer, you know, live on her own. Um, and I remember us all having to go over and pack up her, her place and put mm -hmm. everything, you know, in storage. And um, and my sisters had all left, and I was there, you know, just doing some last minute stuff. And I just went to this place to yeah. where I just fell apart, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, because uh, I tried to just kind of keep it together, mm -hmm. you yes. know, and be strong, you know, you mm -hmm. that strong one. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, and that was just a moment that it was just all too consuming for mm -hmm. me because I'm yeah. looking around at her things and I'm like, this just can't be, mm -hmm. right. you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Let me, um, one of the things when I was uh, researching and just trying to, you know, dive into the mind of this topic was was to really assure people that they need to talk about it. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't need to, even though they're caring for someone else and they're being a caretaker and it's very honorable mm -hmm. and it's very, um, it's a, it really is the father's heart. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it represents, because there's so many communities and there's so many other cultures and countries where they just, you know, drop them off and, you know, all the elderly people live in, you know, mm -hmm. uh, facilities. Right. Mm -hmm. um, or they are, are abandoned, you know what I mean? Yeah. They don't have people that come and visit them or they just live alone. And so you're, you're, you're working from that place um, where it's a compassionate place mm -hmm. and it's an empathetic place, mm -hmm. but not carrying it so to the degree like it's a... Um, like as if it's a superhero thing, you know what I mean? Like right. rescue yes. the day. Yes. And and so you have to have those communities where you can talk about it mm -hmm. and or people that you could talk about it with and right. to, um, because that, that helps, um, I don't want to say alleviate, but you, it needs there. You have to have a release. So it don't build yeah. up. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, so it doesn't build mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you, Heather, um, there were five, tips and you can maybe speak to these and tell me if you think these that they're on point okay. um that they say to for caregivers to to bust the blues to to, to get through the the sadness and the, and the depression that um can enter in is 
they said, number one, commit to a healthy diet <laughs> or a healthy, like, um, walking, exercising, because juggling the, the, the demands of caregiving along with your own um, health um, could be a, a contributing factor. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. you're, you're so focused on helping them mm -hmm. that you don't really see that you, it's yeah. actually wearing you down. Or yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, number two, it says, um, well, get daily exercise mm -hmm. um, because caregivers sometimes think that because they're busy all day, that that's their exercise because, okay. mm -hmm. you know, right. you're running around. When mm -hmm. I my dad came and stayed with me, <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> I, I was like, my God, I I cooked more. Yes. yes. And in the little time he was with me, I mean, it was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And um, it was breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack. Mm -hmm. Snack too. <laughs> yes, snack too. He, he was having the <laughs> he was having the time of his life, oh. and before I knew it, my my feet had swolled. I mean, oh, never wow. my feet had really never swolled up yeah. before. Yeah. Only on maybe like if it was I was having an allergic reaction, mm -hmm. <laughs> but never, never. <laughs> <laughs> and but sometimes we think because we're we're moving around, and not just think because we are right. moving around right. and doing things right. that that's the extra exercise for the day right mm -hmm. and that's not true no <laughs> what are your not. thoughts on them, what i'm saying though i just only did two yeah <laughs> you know oh i don't know what the other three are but i think all of those things speak yeah. to the most important way to prevent caregiver yeah. burnout and that mm -hmm. is self-care yeah i mean you uh, you know, you've heard the old analogy of the flight attendant on the plane who gives the safety instructions mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. says, put the mask on yourself mm -hmm. if yeah. the oxygen drops down before you put it on your child. Because, and in caregiving, if you don't do that, then That's a good analogy. you're not going to be any good for your loved one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. So, the, the third one was um, nurture the spirit. Because caregivers yes. um, go through a variety of emotions, right? And mm -hmm. to know that that's a part of it, so don't feel shame or don't feel mm -hmm. um, bad that that's happening. It's like it's a part of the journey. You know what I mean? You're gonna get. Yes. You, you may love this person. You could even adore them, but they'll probably make you more madder than you ever been because <laughs> they're older and they don't want to obey. That's they don't want right. to follow directions. Right. They don't want to do. Exactly. They, well, they want to do what they want to do right. <laughs> and mm -hmm. if you don't do what they want to do that can be a problem you yeah. know what I mean mm -hmm. and so you you start experiencing all these emotions and you go um, let me ask you all this did you vacillate between feeling like a full grown woman and a child like I am not 12 <laughs> I'm not 15 you know what I mean but, but because it's a, a maybe a parent or a love a family member, preferably. I didn't feel that way. Really? I more felt confused as to why she was acting like a child, uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and why I simply I was the adult. Right? Yeah, yeah, I get so, that. Um, absolutely. Um, number four was enjoy a few, a few laughing. Enjoy a few laughs. Mm -hmm. That is yeah. medicine for the soul. And then this last one I thought was interesting was um, go to a doctor. Like, mm. you know, make sure that you go and, and make sure your physical health and your mental health is in staying vibrant and intact mm -hmm. because it does, it can wear on you. Yeah. I think yeah. It, uh, over, it just depends on how, on how long of a time you're going to be, you know, doing, doing being the, yeah. the primary caregiver. Yes. What are your thoughts on that? 
Um, I completely agree with all of those. Just taking care of yourself mm -hmm. before you take care of your loved one. Mm -hmm. And there's so many dimensions that you don't think about mm -hmm. with a family member, especially if they've gotten older and in the past there were issues between you, oh, maybe okay. personality yeah. differences mm -hmm. or just um, disputes or conflicts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now you're their caregiver. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, man. <laughs> exactly. I think that's what I was kind of yes. alluding to yeah. when I said about feeling like you're 12 or 13. Right. Like if it's your parent, it's like, yeah. I'm adult. Right. Uh, this is my house. <laughs> you know, but you, but the emo, the, the range, the range of emotions in yes. one given day that they could have mm. you go through, it, that's, could be exhausting. It can be. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're trying to be, um, respectful. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, the scripture yes. says in Colossians 3 and 23, and I mean, like, you're really trying to be saved. You're trying to be a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to honor your, your parents, you know, or your, your, your right. aunties or your uncles. Because right. some people you're watching and you're not, you're not necessarily a caregiver for your uh, parent, but you may be a caregiver for a sister or a caregiver mm -hmm. for an older um, family member, an uncle or a great auntie. Or maybe you're a caregiver. This is what you do um, as your occupation. Mm -hmm. And it's not a family member. These are, these are uh, people that are trusting you yeah. to, to care for their family. And so um, you could even experience these ranges of emotions and the, the range of um, physical exhaustion. But Colossians 3 and 23 says, whatever you do, Mm -hmm. Work hard, heartily and do it as unto the Lord mm -hmm. and not for men. Wow. And so when whatever it is that you're doing and you're doing it as unto the Lord and not for men, then it, it really changes the game. It does. Because yeah. you, you know that um, God's going to... Um, judge that yeah. you know yeah. god's gonna yeah. you know he's he's looking and at he that honor it. and yes. He, yes and that if you do it with the with the right motives mm -hmm. um i don't know i've met people that were caregivers and they were doing something for someone whether it was a relative or whether it was you know a stranger or through a um a service, a, a health care service. Mm -hmm. And, um, but they were, the motivation was the money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or the motivation right. was what they were going to, what they thought maybe they were going to leave them. Right. You know what I mean? All so they do is to draw attention, attention to, themselves. to themselves. See, I yeah. do this. Yeah. Right. I do yeah. this. Ain't nobody could do it like me. I do right. this. And some people do it for right. that reason as well. Let me ask you all a question. Have you ever found yourself in the position where you could feel your heart getting better? If not, not with the parent, but that I'm carrying all this. With the circumstance. Because yeah. this yeah. could be better. I got brothers. I got sisters. I got people who could really help me. But when I call them, I can't do it this weekend. I can't do it. You could never do it, but I'm here 24-7. Mm. Have you ever found yourself in that position? Um, a little bit. Because, mm -hmm. you know, the fam family dynamics were mm -hmm. a little different uh, between certain siblings <laughs> and um there were some moments mm -hmm. yes where yes. i was really in my feelings yes. about okay. this stuff. Yes. and um and I, I you know and my mom she could feel it yeah and, and she would tell me don't don't worry about it it's, mm -hmm. it's gonna be okay yeah you know mm -hmm. and i had to just kind of 
Woosah. <laughs> yeah. Step back for a minute yeah. and be like, okay, Lord, I'm going to yeah. just back up for a second. Mm -hmm. But yeah, th mm -hmm. there were times mm -hmm. when um, when that feeling yeah, would come yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. What about you? I I have to admit that in the beginning, I was having some resentment. Yes. Because I was frustrated that um, there was no plan. Kind yeah. of like what yeah. you were yeah. talking yeah. about. Mm -hmm. So the plan is I moved to worst down Louisiana again. I don't even know. I live in, I'm a city girl. I live in yeah. Dallas. And um, so there's no plan. Just yeah. she's here alone and can't care for herself. Yeah. And I am going to have to do this. And I had to get to a point where I realized that approaching this situation and approaching my mom was the same way we approach people in our lives, toxic people, mm -hmm. people we don't know, our friends. And that mm -hmm. is, um, with the love of Christ. Yes, yes. yes. Um, I was, uh, one of the verses that stuck with me, especially in the beginning, was in Psalm 19, let the words of my mouth mm -hmm. and the meditations of my heart mm -hmm. be acceptable. Yes. Because yeah. there's times it wasn't acceptable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, absolutely. So, absolutely. And everybody have advice on how you should do it. Right. 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 They're not here taking care, but you should do yes. it this way. Well, how about you come here and help? Oh, right. <laughs> and then that's just the truth of the matter, because some of us, you know, we'll say, well, I got it. But they'll call you, I think you should do it this way, this way, that way. And then that could be offending, mm -hmm. because yeah. I'm doing this. You don't live here. You right. don't know. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that I, that I was thinking about was for caregivers uh, was, was that... Um, the importance of not having regret. Yes. That, that the, that's a good that's a one. The thing one, that yeah. makes yes. you steady and the thing that, that causes you to wake up every morning and serve in love and serve with care right. and serve with compassion mm -hmm. is because you don't want any regrets. Mm -hmm. You know yes. what I mean? Right. Yes. To know that um, I, can, I can say what everyone else should have done or didn't do mm -hmm. and we can talk about it, mm -hmm. but as for me, Mm -hmm. I can't live with with the Absolutely. having regret. The regret. Yeah. So I'm gonna be steady. That's I'm gonna right. do what yeah. I know is what's right to do. No and that's what, what the scripture says. Mm -hmm. When you know to do right. right, and you don't do it, that's it's sin. sin. Yeah. You know, yes. it's something altogether if you don't know. Right. You know, but right. once you do know, and you know what's honorable, mm -hmm. and what you know what's what would Jesus do? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then you respond from that place. Um, he makes sure that you don't have regrets, yes. yeah. you know, yes. and I think one of the things um, my grandma had um, 15 kids wow. and my dad was the oldest. And so um, she died when she was 89. And that's a lot of kids. So it's kind of like it's hard to make a decision because mm -hmm. you got to go through all the lines <laughs> of, you know, every every child, what their opinion is, right. what should happen. And, you know, they they pretty much raised their brew as the old fashioned way. You know, you, f you honor your your brother. He's yeah. the oldest. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. And mm -hmm. everyone else, the peck goes down. And you know, but you know, over time, people stop doing the mm -hmm. things that they were raised to do. Right. Mm -hmm. And in the end, you know, they would be you know going back and forth of what should what should happen, what, who should do this, who should do that. And I just remember, I would always say to my dad. Um, do do what they what you know they would have wanted you to do mm -hmm. because in the end you have to live with yourself. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And you can't get distracted, you right. know, by all the other static mm -hmm. and all noise. the other things. Yeah. yeah. Because it'll it'll make you miss 
It'll make you miss out. It'll make you, you know, be driven by other things, you know, mm -hmm. and um, and it could get you cut off short yes. right. with the, yeah. the, the blessings. Right. You know, yeah. is there something that you guys would um, want people to know about caregivers that um, they, that they that they don't know? Mm -hmm. Either one of you. Um. I would say that um, it's it's a, it's a position that you, you know, sometimes you're thrust into mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes you are chosen into it. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's not about the stuff yeah. and yes. the things mm -hmm. and yes. the this and the that that some people sometimes get caught up in yeah. it. Mm -hmm. But it's about, uh, for me, I can I can speak for me personally, it was just about the love of a parent. Yeah. That's right. I yeah. love my mom with all my heart, mm -hmm. you know, and so. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. No, it's okay, oh. sis. Mm -hmm. And you did a beautiful job sure honoring did. her. You did. And, mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah. so did, you know, my siblings. Um, mm -hmm. And we just did the best that we could. So if I could just say anything to anyone, it would be, um, don't be so harsh, you yeah. know, when it comes to someone that's caring for their parent. Because a lot of people are just a loved one. A lot of people have opinions about mm -hmm. this and about yes. that, mm -hmm. and they really don't know what's going on in the background. Yeah. Yes. You know, so just not to be judgmental, mm -hmm. you know. Um, pray for that person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pray their strength mm -hmm. because they absolutely need it. Yeah. Pray for that family. And just be there if they need you. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's some that's some good wisdom, uh, Miss Heather. Is there something you would want people to know about uh, being a caregiver and how maybe how they can um, how they can aid caregivers? Um, yes, you know, I think that I can say uh, this is the hardest season I've ever been through. Mm -hmm. And truly, yeah. with, uh, you know, just my mom and the challenges and her demands. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I understand that sometimes you can only do what you can do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you're, if this is your mom and you can't be her caregiver, mm -hmm. that's okay. But there's always something you can do. Yes. A word of encouragement. Send money for her depends. Or, you know, right. whatever. Yeah. You yeah. can help financially or you can help mm -hmm. just in and an encourage, be an encouragement yeah. Yeah. to the caregiver. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, if you're in a situation where you, where your parent um, can't live with you and you have to put them yeah. in assistant yes. uh, living or, or yes. in an assistant care, um, I think the most important thing is, is that you're, that you're there and that yeah. you hold them accountable and that you're present, you right. know, um, in that situation. Because a lot of times people, um, they look at it as, well, there's there's people around them that can take care of them, sure. but really the parent um, is looking for them. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, and so being consistent even in, in that. Yes. There's a, a right way to do even that type of scenario, mm, you know? And um, I would say uh, one of the most important things that we can do as a community, and if you've been, um, privilege to follow this conversation the whole time that we've been talking, I would say, you know, say thank you, mm -hmm. um, say an encouraging word, 
um, send a, a card. Mm -hmm. These are things that don't really don't cost us much to, mm -hmm. to um, send to someone that's caring for a parent or a loved one um, or that works in the hospital or, or that's at the quick care. Yeah. Um, we just look at them as that that's their job. They get paid right. to do that. Mm -hmm. um, but it doesn't cost us anything to be kind, to be generous and to say, you know, thank you for, for taking care of me while I was here mm -hmm. today. Right. You, 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 you did a great job. Right. You know, I appreciate right. that. Um, and just those ways um, can help caregivers um, bounce back quicker mm -hmm. from um, the caregiver blues. You know, I think, Kathy, now that we, we're coming out of uh, Corona, we're, now we're introduced to monkeypox. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, as the whole world, we've all been through a trauma. Yes, right. we have. You know, and we've had to care for each other. Yes. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so being kinder and being more caring mm -hmm. um, will take us all a lot further um, yes. as we continue what we call life. Absolutely. So thank you for joining us today on this necessary conversation about caregivers. And don't forget, something to sip on is next. Thank you for joining us and staying with us for this necessary conversation. Caregiver blues is a real thing. Talking about it is necessary. Continuing to love people from a place of godly love is necessary as a society. So thank you to all of our caregivers everywhere around the world. We are cheering for you and we thank you for giving the world love and taking care of your family members, taking care of those that are in need and the less fortunate. Thank you for being you. And don't forget, something to sip on is next. This is something to sip on. And that was just a beautiful um, conversation we just had. And can I tell you that you are just an amazing person. If you're caring for someone and you're doing it from a place of love, you're doing what the Father uh, would have asked of you. And just be encouraged. We're here for you. Find a community that you can talk freely in. Um, so that you can find encouragement, daily encouragement. And just know that um, here at Sister Friends, we're praying for you. Kathy, mm -hmm. what are you sipping on? I'm sipping on um, what we talked about, and when you said, have no regret. And it had me thinking about my mom, um, just really brought back to reality. We used to fuss all the time, taking her here, there, and honorary. But you know what? We had just as many laughs yeah. and just as many good times. And I think about, you know, I cared for and I did what I knew to do. Mm -hmm. And I have no regrets. You know, I just look forward to when I see her again. I cry sometimes because of the joy. Mm -hmm. yeah. But here's to you, Miss Jackie. <laughs> I know you're doing your thing up there. Miss <laughs> yes. Heather? Um, I would say that this time of being a caregiver is a season. 
and it's a temporary season mm -hmm. and so it's a season of caring for yourself first and then honoring God in your interactions with your loved one. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's, that's great. And Miss Patricia. And I would say those five tips that you gave, I think this topic was absolutely God ordered because I wrote down some of those same things oh, okay. before even knowing what you were going to be speaking on. And um, I wrote, take time for yourself, get plenty of rest, prayer time, spend time with your family and friends, and find someone to talk to, uh, even if it's a spiritual counseling or a um, counselor, because you have a lot to unpack when you are a caregiver for someone. Yes. And so um, with that thought and in, in the spirit of this uh, conversation, I want to just take a minute and I just want to pray for the ladies mm -hmm. at the table here and uh, pray for you. So, Father, I just thank you for each person that's um, a part of this conversation and especially this table. And I just ask that you would just continue to guide them, continue to move through them, uh, continue to comfort and strengthen them as they walk their caregiver journey with their loved one. Show show forth your grace, show forth your, your comfort. You said the same comfort that I have comforted you with, um, offer others that same comfort. And so Father, I just pray that you would just continue to do the work in them and through them for your glory. Teach them things that they could have only learned on this journey. And so they don't despise and they don't uh, live in the, the, the pain um, of this journey, but they're grateful and they're thankful and they're thoughtful in knowing that you're going to uh, teach them things and show them secrets mm -hmm. and show them parts of your character that only can be revealed as they suffer. Uh, they don't run from the suffering. They don't run from the self-sacrificing because you were the greatest self-sacrificer yes. that ever was. And so we, we follow your lead. We look to you, the author and the finisher of our faith. We look to you, Jesus, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you for joining us today. See you next week.